0: Welcome to Familypreneur, the podcast for parent entrepreneurs, raising kidpreneurs. It's time for your weekly dose of inspiration and actionable tips to build your business and find better balance, all while strengthening your family. <laughs> and now we'd like to introduce your host. She's my mom and the bomb.com, Meg, Meg Brunson. Brunson. Hey there, you are listening to episode number 136 of the Family Familypreneur podcast. Before we jump in and meet our guest, I want to thank you for spending some time with me today, whether it is your first time listening, or whether you're a long-time listener. Either way, I really appreciate you being here. And if you're not already subscribed, go ahead and hit the subscribe button so that you don't miss another episode of Familypreneur, whether that's Marketing Monday, our Midweek Masterminds on Wednesday, or our Friday Reflections. There's something that every parent entrepreneur raising entrepreneurial kids is bound to love. Now, today's guest. As an attorney by trade and a former professional organizer and efficiency consultant, today's guest has spent over a decade in self-employment and commits herself to being a lifelong learner, and she believes on passing those lessons along. She's a mom, a wife, an attorney, a law firm owner, an entrepreneur and the founder of the largest national referral network for mompreneurs, Mompire. Through Mompire and the Mompire podcast, she shares the inspiration and tools moms need to build sustainable businesses to support the life that they love. Today, we're going to dive into those topics with Ashley Meyer. Before we dive into this episode, I want to give a quick little update and disclaimer. We recorded this episode before Ashley went through a rebrand with her business. So in the episode, you'll hear us discussing mommy's Hiring Mommies, which is the name of her company before the rebrand occurred. From now on, going forward, mommy's Hiring Mommies is known as Mompire.
1: Hey, Ashley.
0: Thank you so much for being here today. Hi. Thanks for having me. Oh, I'm so excited. What people don't know is that we've been on the phone for like an hour – Just preparing for this call because we get so chatty. So I can't wait to get some of it recorded.
1: Uh, You could say preparing or you could just say having fun, but (laughs) you know.
0: (laughs) In quotes, air quotes, preparing. Air quotes all the way, air quotes. As as far as my husband is concerned, watching my children in the other room, we are working.
1: (laughs) Yes, we are, sister. Yes, we are.
0: So I first discovered you, I love your website because it is for moms and it encourages mom commerce. And yes. so I'd love for you to give us a quick introduction into mommies hiring mommies.
1: Absolutely. We actually call that we, it's our hashtag mom economy. So the mom economy, and this is the thing. So I started mommy's hiring mommies three and a half years ago. Um, out of a need, really. So I actually was kicked out of a Facebook group, out of a mom's group on Facebook, local to my town, because they just didn't want any business in their group. And You know, it's hard. It it hurt. But at the end of the day, I understand we all have Facebook groups for different purposes. And I had shared a sale that a local mom's boutique, our little boutique, kids boutique was having that was owned by a mom. And it was 50% off all their designer stuff. And I was like, I'm like a deal shopper. I don't know about y'all. But I was so excited. I was like, what mom would not want to know about this? And they're like, well, you're an attorney. And you know, we know you have a business in town and you do want to talk business. And I'm sorry, we just don't allow that. And they kicked me out. And I was devastated. And I was getting ready to have my second son, and my kids are only 14 and a half months apart, and I was already like struggling new mom, running my (laughs) full-time law practice with my husband, so we own a law firm. And I was like, no, this is my lifeline. These women, that group was like my community. And suddenly I was like, but they weren't. They were all amazing women, but at the end of the day, one thing really separated me, and that's I was a business owner and a mom. And... I needed a space where I could be all of me and not just one side of me. And I literally 1145 at night, I couldn't sleep. Husband was totally passed out. I was upset and awake and crying (laughs) naturally. And I started this Facebook group, Mommies Hiring Mommies. And in the next morning, I woke up and there were 250 requests to join. And I said, oh my gosh, there's a need for this. Other women must feel the way that I feel. Other m- women must want to love motherhood, but also do business. They wanted an opportunity, a space to really do all of what they loved. And so over the last three and a half years, we really cultivated a community of connection and of support and of compassion and we really don't allow any drama, no no hateful anything, just a lot of love and compassion because let's be honest, the journey in motherhood and business, are, it's hard, both sides. So you need that real tender community, but you also need that community that's going to kick you in the butt and say, no, you need to do this. And so we built this up and then we started seeing that everybody was coming for referrals. When we searched our 8,000 members and groups, all we were seeing, a lot of what we were seeing was hey, do you know somebody that does this? Hey, does somebody have a referral that does this? Or hey, I really loved working with this person. Y'all need to know about her. She was amazing. She's a mom, this and that. And this is her business. And this is what she did for me. So we started seeing this commerce just naturally and organically develop. And so we took that and said, how can we do this, but do it better? How can we take it out of Facebook groups and make it more accessible and more valuable to people. So a few months ago, we released our online directory of mom-owned businesses. And the really special thing, I joke that it's like Angie's List for Moms because we have everything including doula services, postpartum services, lactation support. So mom-specific services, in addition to the lawyers and real estate agents and web designers, graphic designers, all those things. And the best part is every single directory listing, so every business, gets to tell you about their family behind the business. And so you're not only getting what people do and how they can serve you, but you're getting who they are and why they do it and what your money is going to end up going to support. Because let's be honest, when we hire a mom, we're supporting a family, right?
0: Right. Right.
1: And so, yeah. And then reviews, you can see reviews from other moms, how they loved working with that person, what it was like, what the experience really did for them. And it's really special. So we've worked really hard to build out a platform that can really reach moms and connect for moms. So our goal by the end of the year, by the end of 2019 is to put every mom owned business in the pocket of every mom across the country so that when she has a need, she has immediate resources in her pocket. We're very excited about it.
0: Oh, that's such a great story. And I feel like it's so relatable because we've all been there. You know Mm -hmm. what? And sometimes it's just parenthood. Sometimes you're just like the first one to have a kid. And (laughs) that was me. That's why I needed that Facebook group because I was the
1: first one of my friends to have a kid. I did not know what to do. And I had a husband who's the third oldest of nine. And he was like, just so comfortable in fatherhood. And I was like, I'm tired. I don't know how to do this. My nipples hurt. All the things are a struggle. (laughs) You might have to cut that out if that doesn't fit your audience. But it was really hard. It was really hard. And I was like, and I still have to get up every day and I have to go serve my legal clients. And I got to make sure
0: all my documents
1: are perfect because I'm not losing my license. You
0: know? (laughs) And like I said, I just, I can imagine everybody listening is like, yes. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yes, I get that. So, yes. And I also just love that this was a spur of the moment. Like it wasn't, I'm going to build a business. It was, no. there is a problem, <laughs> there's a need, there's a void, and I'm mm-hmm. going to fill it. And I don't know how you got 250 group requests. I feel like that could be a whole other podcast episode. <laughs>
1: I, You know what's funny? I think I added like 15 people to the group that night. And in the morning when I woke up and saw that, I just... I didn't even know what to do or what to think other than, Oh my gosh. Okay. It's not just me. I'm not crazy. (laughs) I felt so frustrated. So crazy. Like, am I the only one? And then suddenly it was like, no, you're not. I'm like, Oh my God, thank you. I needed that
0: validation today. (laughs) And then how, how has your, your participation in the law business changed? Are you still practicing law at the same level that
1: you were then? So I have been practicing full-time for the entire time since I started Mommy's Hiring Mommies. As of January this year, we've dropped back my lawyering so that I could serve this community more. It's actually bittersweet and very exciting at the same time. So my husband and I have practiced together since we started our joint firm. So uh, he's been practicing for 11 years. I've been practicing for five years. Um, So we... Really, since we started our joint firm, we've just been practicing together side by side, and it's such an interesting transition to step back and say, okay, I'm going to lawyer at about 25%, and then I also do all the back end of our law practice, so all the finances, invoicing. tech development, client management, HR. So I do that side, which is a whole nother job. And then so I'm only lawyer about 25%. It's actually been a really interesting transition, but very, very fulfilling because at the end of the day, my heart, I love serving families and businesses through our law practice. It's a huge part of what we do is very like, if you get me down that path of talking about that, you will see my enthusiasm for it. But at the end of the day, serving moms is where my heart really is. And it's a really special feeling to be able to transition from our law practice into a space where I can do this and do it on a much larger scale.
0: So tell me about your kids too. We've only kind of brushed on them a little bit. How old are they now? And oh, yeah. what are they up to? So I love my boys.
1: So I have two boys. They're three and a half and four and a half. They're 14 months apart, Brian, Jay, and Easton, Eric, and they're both redheads, one tans and one as white as a ghost. I'm a redhead. You People ask me where my kids get their hair. It's very frustrating when I'm holding them. And I'm like, I have been a redhead my whole life. How are you now asking me where my kids get their red hair? It's the weirdest thing. It happens all the time. But anyways, what I'm like, I had a tan redhead. I'm so jealous. I didn't even know that was a thing, (laughs) but they're wonderful. Um, They're super funny. They had separate bedrooms for the first two years of their lives. And then we had to merge their bedrooms because they're so obsessed with each other that it just wasn't worth the fight of trying to keep them in their separate rooms. They just want to be together and they really are the best of friends and they're just going to be a year apart in school. And so um, my oldest is going to be going into kindergarten cause he's turning five soon. And our youngest just realized they're going to be going to different schools. In fact, over the weekend, I went for what I call a gratitude drive after church. My husband was away for a guy's weekend. And so it was just me and the kids. And I just decided, you know, it's beautiful. It had been raining, but it was beautiful. The skies were absolutely gorgeous with stunning clouds. I said, I'm just going to go for a drive with the boys. So we got a little treat and got in the car and went for a drive. And I drove them down to where our son's new school is going to be. And it's kind of out in the country. And it really hit our youngest that he wasn't going to be with brother. And it was kind of heartbreaking. (laughs) Don't worry, buddy. It's only one year. (laughs) But that's really, that's big in a kid's mind. One year is a very abstract concept. So, um, but they are wonderful and we just love them. We're very grateful. We're big outdoorsman family. And so we do a lot of outside adventures, tons of camping, um, pretty much anything that can get us out in the dirt. (laughs) That's who (laughs) we are.
0: And how are they interacting with your business? Either of a law firm, I'm, I, I'm curious if and how they interacted with the family law firm, and then how they're interacting with Mommy's Hiring Mommies now.
1: So it's kind of interesting. We've actually written a few Instagram posts on our law firm's page about. For a long time, we tried to shield our kids from our business. We wanted to be the types of parents that Um, because again, we're both self-employed and have been for a long time. I owned an organizational and efficiency consulting company before I became an attorney. And then I sold that when I became an attorney. So I've been self-employed for a long time. My husband was employed at a corporate firm until we started our joint practice. But for for our children's, basically their entire memories, we've both been self-employed. And so we always thought we wanted to be the parents that um, we work eight to five and our kids don't see the struggle and they don't see Anything besides mommy and daddy go to work while they're at school and then once they're out of school, we're all hands on deck. And at some point, a shift happened and we realized not only was that unrealistic for us and for our balance, but it was also a disservice to our kids. So I was raised by two working parents, a very, my dad owned his own law firm, my stepdad, who raised me since I was four. So that's my dad. And then um, my mom worked full time and then she went to law school at 42. So I had very, very hardworking parents and they never hid their work from me. In fact, I grew up in my dad's law firm. I started working there at age 11. You know, answering phones, filing papers, people would make (laughs) comments that I was like more skilled or more professional than some of the staff. And it was just so funny because that's just who I was. I was so eager to work. And at some point, Eric and I realized that our kids had to be involved and we couldn't keep hiding what we do from them because there's going to be nights where daddy needs to work late or mommy has a meeting or we need to go to a mixer. So our kids at a very young age started going to networking events with us. Mm -hmm. And um, we've always been the types of parents we take our kids everywhere. So whether we're going wine tasting or we're going to a brewery or we're going to a Giants game or River Cats, whatever, whatever we're doing, they go with us and they get to experience that. And we always build in opportunities for them to interact at their level. So um, either we make sure other kids are going to be around or we bring something for them to do, coloring books, things like that. And half the time, all the adults come in and really interact with them. So it's really special. But we uh, they interact with our law firm regularly. So they're in videos with us. They're in pictures on our law firm's uh, Instagram. You can check it out. It's at Meyer Law Offices. And then at Mommy's Harry Mommy's, they are the reason I exist. You know, at the end of the day, if it wasn't for them, I would never be here. And I feel like it's so special when you realize that. And so they are kind of a reflection of everything I do. So I had shared with you earlier, the new homepage design that we're about to release and they're on it because they're the reason why they're my why. If I didn't have them, I wouldn't have had postpartum. If they, I didn't have them, I wouldn't have been kicked out of a Facebook group. If I didn't have them, I wouldn't know what it was like to need community at the level that I do. I would have just still been in the friend zone with people, as weird as that sounds. I would have been more worried about, you know, having and maintaining my friendships. But now beyond that, I'm, I look more at maintaining my community. So I have my best friends and then I have my community that stretches beyond just my best friends and that's really powerful. So they, they really are a big part of everything
0: that we do. And I love that. And I feel like everybody, I'm sure listening gets that, but myself personally, my website is the same way. Like you can't go to any website and not see one of my kids or love your website, love your website. And I love seeing your girls, (laughs) love, love, love it. Every podcast, you know, I've got my, one of my daughters does my intro, the same, the same kiddo every, every episode, but my outros alternate between my kids. So if anyone is listening and they don't listen all the way to the end, they are missing out because they are cute outros. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Now you're making me want to do it. (laughs) My kids are a little bit young. I don't know if they could do it as easily. My youngest is three. Oh my gosh. And she does it too. Yeah. her outros, they're her little cute voice. And actually it's, she was two when she recorded them. I probably should update them. But all that she says on her outros are see you next week. But she says it in her cute little voice.
1: Oh, my gosh. I love it so much. Oh, girl, you're giving
0: me yeah, ideas. The kids, <laughs> they love recording. I always, my three-year-old just recorded a podcast episode. It, it's never, I mean, it may release in her podcast, which we're, oh. we're creating a little kids podcast, but oh. um, it's her just talking about the TV shows she likes watching. She just loves, so I just love bringing them in. And she's so proud. She went out and she said, dad, I recorded a podcast. That's amazing. So I love those stories of inclusion and just, I feel like inclusion isn't even the right word. It's, it's inspiration and it's, they ignited the the whole business.
1: That's amazing. I really am going to consider doing that now. (laughs)
0: <laughs> every if, little, podcast. if you hear
1: little voices on my podcast, it's going to be because of this glorious woman and her ideas.
0: <laughs> and it's so... I love listening to them. Yes. So oh, I, really- I,
1: to permanently capture their little voices is just so special. And it was so funny. It's speaking of little voices, our, our little voices are so different because our oldest son had speech delay. And so it's funny sometimes listening to our three and a half year old who didn't have speech delay. My husband had significant speech delay. He didn't talk till He was almost five, which is funny because now he litigates for a living. So for all you parents listening, if you have a child with a developmental delay or a speech delay or occupational therapy, things like that, like do not stress, have faith in the process and know that like you could end up somewhere really incredible. In fact, my husband's first boss as an attorney. He was a district attorney. His first boss, that guy's wife was my husband's speech therapist. So like full circle, really incredible. Yeah. But it's so cute listening to their voices because we remember not really hearing that cute little talky voice from our oldest son because his words were so delayed and he didn't have clarity in his speech. So it was not as like, hi, mommy on all the things, whereas Easton, our younger one, he's just so talkative and so clear with his voice that it's, it's so funny to hear and really soak in the difference in, you know, their capabilities and what they do. And, you know, the kids are so different they do really incredible things, both of them, but the voicing is so interesting, but I would not miss out on capturing it either way. Special.
0: Yeah. Well, I love it. So I would like to bring this kind of back a little bit to Mommy's Hiring yeah. Mommy. Can yeah. you tell us, you've been how long have you guys been in business again? So three and a half years. It'll be four years, July 15th. Okay. So I'd love to know uh, like a success story or like what your, your greatest story is that's come out of Mommy's Hiring Mommy. So we
1: have a few of them that are pretty incredible. So I have one member that said Mommy's Hiring Mommy saved her life. Ooh. And... When she first said it to me, I was like, okay, girl, you know, I'm so glad we were there for you. But now she said it to me easily five or six times. And I've gotten to know her more and the challenges she was facing at the time when she first came into Mommy's Herring Mommies, because I think she's right. And it's not often that you can say that and soak it in. And it's something that's very near and dear to my heart now, knowing that this little thing I created, if that's the only thing, the only impact I ever affected on somebody that I saved a life. That's huge. Right. And it, she was in a space with um, very dark circumstances, business ownership. She medically retired as a firefighter. There were just a lot of things going on and um, postpartum depression, all kinds of things. And the community that I personally built around her, cause I got to know her personally. And then the community she was able to develop from the other women that she met in mommy's Hiring Mommies ended up being the thing that not only supported her business as she transitioned and retired from the fire department, but it also supported her personally to the point where she saw lightness when there wasn't a lot of it. And that's really special to me. I mean, other just business success <laughs> stories. I mean, we've had gym owners that have created whole ladies power hours out of our community and out of the networking. We've had other women. I mean, me personally, honestly, my best friends came from this community. And I say that kind of laughing because I'm like, I had friends before, but my friends operate in a very different world than I do because they're not business owners. And so the people that I Marco Polo with and that I text and that, you know, I voxer all the time now are the women that are Really, walking the same journey as me that are doing motherhood and business simultaneously and seeking an exceptional life in that journey. And so I'm like, I'm a personal success story, I feel like. Yeah. And then I had another woman really uh, quadruple her direct sales business. Through Mommy's Hiring Mommies, we're very direct sales friendly. We love our direct sales ladies. We promote healthy direct sales marketing, um, which is not like that cold marketing that some people do. We really promote relationships and building marketing and uh, sales through relationships. And we've had several women, but this one woman in particular took a uh, food-based direct sales company, quadrupled her sales, made all new connections, and she was able to expand. We also had somebody else that does uh, promotional products so she wasn't mom uh yet she joined our community she had miscarriages and infertility struggles and she joined our community and guess what we took her in with loving arms because we're all about inclusion it doesn't matter if you are not a mom yet it or maybe you never birthed your own children you were a stepmom or you're a pet mom and you just never got to walk out that journey if you connect with us that's phenomenal we're here to hug you and love you and uh she joined. And I mean, once you join and develop relationships, you're in the Facebook group and people are talking about referrals or asking for a need or posting on our board. Guess what? That's the name that comes up over and over. It's the person that invests and is there. So it's pretty cool. There's a lot of success stories. I think those still like saving somebody's life might be the biggest thing that I'll ever do in my life for sure.
0: No, that's amazing. I I love hearing the the success stories. And I think Mm-hmm. I recently heard, and I won't get the, these numbers right, mm-hmm. so I'm not even going to pretend, but, like, I recently heard some stats, like, some stats that were startling about, yeah. like, suicide rates and yes. depression among entrepreneurs. Yes. And it's, like, there's a part of me, like, it's it's almost scary to say, but there's a part of me that gets it. yeah. Because oh, yeah. there's nothing that prepares you for... You know, struggle. it's not, it's not rainbows and butterflies. <laughs> no, there, there are taxes and there are trademarks and there are, I mean, I know lawyering is your thing, but for, yeah. for most of us, I'm willing to bet like the thought of all the legal stuff is just yeah. overwhelming. There's so many moving yeah. parts and the concept of balance and the expectations we put on ourselves. I mean, it it can all be really heavy. So I I just have to tell you, I'm loving
1: uh, this conversation with you, this interview with you, because it's really more of a conversation than an interview, but no matter how you look at it, because it's very different than any of the podcast interviews I've done. And for this reason, you're really showcasing so many parts of what I do. (laughs) and allowing me to speak into people in that way. And I will say this from a lawyer perspective. So I appreciate the opportunity to say this. So a big part of what we do is take families that are building businesses and we layer them for asset liability and tax protection and longevity and tie them into estate plans and make sure that the legacies they build up are going to pass through generations. And we also, one of the biggest things we know and understand now after doing it for so long is that. People all have the same struggles. So whether I'm speaking through Mommies Hiring Mommies or through my law firm, our entrepreneurs have the same struggles. There's a lot of fear around the logistics. There's a lot of, I don't want to know because then if I know, oh, then it's overwhelming and the fear gets increased. So the best thing you can do is surround yourself with support and services and structure where you can achieve certain peace of mind because you're right, 100% Meg. Meg entrepreneurialism is not for everybody. It is not for the faint of heart. It is a really hard journey. Suicide rates are truly actually really high in this. And in fact, I was reading an Instagram post from a woman that I follow and her husband committed suicide um, earlier in 2018. And he was the pastor of a major church. And it was really sad because you would never think of like, oh, a pastor, like they're, you know, they know it all. They don't, they don't face the same struggles. Well, our church, our personal church that we attend is a startup church. They've been around for six years. They're getting ready to buy a building and it's a husband and wife that own it and run it. And uh, their corporate offices are at my law firm's office. And so my husband and I are very close to them. And we talk about the journey of business and whether you're in a church, a nonprofit you know, or any other entrepreneurial organization, brick and mortar, online-based, you're all going to have the same struggles and you have to find community that can support you in those because there will be a day that you will feel like you can't put one foot in front of the other and you need somebody to tell you that you can and you need somebody to hold your hand and take that step with you. And it's huge.
0: And see, I didn't even know that about the law firm. (laughs) I feel like we've talked about a lot of stuff. Yeah. And I love that you brought that up because I, I love the connection that it brings between the law firm and mommy's heart. It, it, mm-hmm. Between everything, everything is so connected. Mm-hmm. Like they're two I, told <laughs> I told you, if you got me talking about it,
1: you'd see my passion. That's why it was so hard for a long time to make. Honestly, if we want to be real raw right now, it was really, really hard for me to make the choice to step back in our firm. It was a very emotional decision. I had to really look at my ego because being a lawyer, you carry a certain card to an extent mm-hmm. and I would be stepping out of that and into something else. And now when people ask me what I do, yeah, yeah, I lawyer, but then I also do this. People are like, what's that? What do you do? What? And it is like, when you say you're a lawyer, people are like, Oh wow. Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. You know, what, what do you do? What type of law? And you switch to the other gear and it's people are like, wait, what you do?" Like, what do you do for moms again? like, I don't get it. (laughs) You know, it's it's just, it's a very different thing and it's a huge transition. So I will tell everybody that's listening, you know, really own your journey and don't, don't be afraid to check your ego sometimes and say like, is this really serving me? Is this what's gonna, is this where my heart is? Is this where I need to be? And sometimes I will tell you this. I've had friends after being part of mommy's hiring, mommies leave self-employment and go back to being employed. And still stay part of the community for the tribe and the community aspect and to purchase and hire other moms. But they realize along the way that, you know what, I don't want the struggle that the other women are going through. And if I find a job I love, that'll fulfill me. And then I can just be present as a parent outside of that. So we've had people go both ways. And it's really fun to support everybody in their transitional journeys.
0: So I have a question. You mentioned balance before. I want to know, do you feel like, because this is like my hot topic word, do you feel like you yep. found balance or how do you perceive that that word and that concept?
1: Okay. I'm so glad that you asked this because I'm actually very passionate about balance. And um, I think people, people put so much pressure on the idea of balance that I think they do themselves a disservice. They're like, oh, well, if I don't have, you know, 30 hours a week with my kids and 30 hours a week in my business, I'm not balanced. It all has to be even. Or when I'm working, I I have to be 100% working so that when I'm with my kids, I can be 100% with my kids. Here's the deal. First of all, lighten up, people. Lighten up on yourself. Lighten up on yourself. Stop putting so much pressure and expecting this level of perfection. Because it's not realistic. But here's what I do. So I believe in being present. I believe in being present in my business. I believe in being present with my kids. I believe in being present with my husband. And I am not perfect. But this is how I this is how I do it. So um for the last two Christmases, we've done a special release, Mommy's hiring. Mommies has, of a journal. It's a daily journal that we have. And I'm gonna send Meg a PDF copy of what the layout looks like. So, if you all want to try to do this yourselves, you can absolutely just take out a blank piece of paper and do this. But here's what it is, and I wish I had it to show on the video right now. But it's basically a list of ten areas of your life. Okay, motherhood, par- uh, motherhood, uh, relationships. So, if you're married or single or whatever that looks like, um, self care, health, food. Uh, body, all these things, right? So there's different areas of your life that you can track, and then every day there's a scale of one to ten for each of those areas. And what I started doing, I actually started this journal out of a personal need. I started this because I needed it because I felt very out of balance, Meg. And so I started this journal, had it designed, printed. We sold them really funny because we had never tested them, so it was uh, total faith in my community that they purchased them. So. But basically, every day you're rating on a zero to ten scale one to, one to ten scale how effective you feel like you are in these various areas of your life finances, business, all of it. And then every day you're not totaling up. This is not a score thing. But what it does, and what our heading just above that rating section says, is awareness brings clarity to bring success. So you just want to bring awareness to where you're at. So. Honestly, if I was again, really raw and honest, I would say when I first had that journal created, my marriage was like a three or a four and my motherhood was like a five and finances were like a six or a seven. There were a lot of things that were just not lining up. Mm-hmm. And I started that journal and I made a commitment to do it every day and every day and other parts of the journal, you uh, write down your gratitude, what you did well and what you can need you can improve on but every day this rating system now I can go back and flip the pages kind of like those motion books where you each page has a drawing that just kind of progresses I can flip my journal and I can see the progress in each area because I started realizing oh you know what I feel really out of balance I'm like crazed today everything just feels really stressful I'm having anxiety I don't know what's going on I just my head's spinning and all the things and I would look at how I rated things that day and I'm like oh you know what I just need to have connection time with my husband. And if I had that, then that low score would end up impacting these other scores. And then progressively kind of everything scales up. And then the next time it'd be like, gosh, I haven't spent time with my kids very much lately. And so I've been working too much. And so that's down there. But if I do that, that means I get a little bit more quiet time, this and that. I get all these things and everything scales up again. So I started realizing through time, you know, it's been two and a half years I've been using this journal and practicing this. I have such an awareness of everything all the time that I don't get out of balance, that I'm able to project ahead of time. Hey, this week's going to look crazy. I'm already feeling this way. Okay, I need to schedule in time for this, or I need to do that, or I need to do that. I also do acupuncture, y'all. I cannot preach acupuncture enough. I'm very much a like a holistic wellness person, so I'm not going <laughs> to preach that too much today. But I really started gaining ground. And now if you look at my journal, pretty much everything's an eight to 10. And that's a very empowering feeling because I don't expect perfection every day. Again, Mm -hmm. y'all grant yourself some grace, like let it go, let it go, let it go. Like (laughs) just need to let it go. But, um, it's really powerful because I'm good with an eight to 10. I I feel really great about that. I feel like everything's getting attention. Everything's getting love. I even rate my friendships. Like how my I, how I'm doing as a friend, as a whole, like, am I present? Am I there? You know, my friend that just had back surgery, am I texting her to check on her? My sister-in-law just had a double mastectomy yesterday and reconstruction. Like, what am I doing there? Like, what am I doing to make sure that I'm present for people? You know, cause it's real easy in the entrepreneur game to get really tied up in what you're doing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So that's my, that's my key to balance, honestly. And that's probably a weird answer compared to what you might get from other people. But that's how, that's how I do it. That's how I track it. So we do special releases of this journal right around November, December every year. Uh, but like I said, I'll give Meg a copy of the PDF. So if y'all just want to create your own for now, just to try it out and see how it feels, you can totally do that.
0: Well, and I love, I feel like it's actionable. And I'm curious, yeah. I, I feel like there may even be the flexibility to add your own categories. So like for me, I just mm-hmm. had another type of, I'm a very creative person. So I love oh drawing and making, you know, Mm -hmm. and and just making like it could be making anything I have a sewing machine, I've got paint. (laughs) Like, I just love creativity. And so graphic design can fill that need sometimes. So like Mm -hmm. I do all the graphic design work for my website and my social media channels, like I do all that because I enjoy it. But sometimes I feel like if I don't, if I'm not being creative enough, I can just feel off. So I love that it's identifying kind of what your priorities are. And then ensuring that every day you're touching on all of them so that you feel that sense of balance. Honestly, one day this journal
1: will be probably a staple on our site because I feel like it's that valuable. And it's such a big part of what I do every day. As I'm transitioning out of the practice, I can start talking about it more and sharing it with more people. Mm -hmm. But I really do think it's instrumental because if I could say the other thing about it, sometimes I'm like feeling all crazed and I like fill that out. And then I write down my gratitude and I'm like, Oh, I think I was just overwhelmed for a minute like I'm actually fine. Like seriously, like I'm, I'm actually, I'm like, I'm totally fine. I just had a lot going on you know, and, and that's validating. Cause then you're like, Oh cool. I can just take a deep breath for a minute and then I'm going to go have a great rest of my day. And it's like, it's not silly, but it's, it's just a simple thing.
0: Well, I love it. I think it's great advice and I love that it's different.
1: Thank you. I'm glad. Hopefully it'll help somebody. If I impact one person, that's all I ever care about. I'm a one I'm a
0: one-at-a-time kind of girl. Well, you impacted me, so you're done. Like, this podcast <laughs> is over. Check that off. Check that off. Yeah.
1: Now, I
0: would love if you would share where people can learn more about you, all the places. <laughs> yep. So
1: the best part right now, if you're wanting to connect with Mommies Hiring Mommies and see what that is all about, you just go to mommieshiringmommies.com. You'll just walk right through all the pictures, the journey, you'll see testimonials of what people do, uh, how they've connected. You'll see we have a free membership option. So if you're not looking to invest right now, that's okay. But you just want some, get all the feels. You can get all the feels, just join our free, free membership. And then we have an executive membership and we have the directory where you can list your business. And then if you're needing legal support and you're in California, we're happy to help. And that's just MeyerLawOffices.com. So Meyer's M-E-Y-E-R LawOffices.com. And then of course you can follow us on Instagram, and Instagram's at MyRel offices or at mommies hiring mommies. And we just love all of our people.
0: Well, thank you. And I, I love the concept behind mommies hiring mommies as a mom <laughs> yeah. who hires moms. And most yeah. of my clients <laughs> are moms. And there's right. a reason. Like I'm not saying I can't work with people who aren't parents. You yeah. Know, that's yeah. certainly not the case. But yeah. there is just a certain vibe that you get when you're working with somebody else who understands that prioritization that you're putting your family first yes you know that we we may have had a podcast interview scheduled or a deadline my <laughs> but kid my kid is, my kid is throwing up right if, <laughs> um, she can't do that today if she walks in covered in hives which happened before like she just walked in i'm like what is all over your face oh my gosh yes. i guess the whole day is gone now because i I'm also a control freak. So my husband is totally (laughs) capable, but I'm sorry, that's not happening. Like I'm going to the hospital. You know what I mean? Yeah.
1: When our kids are sick, if there's something truly wrong, both my husband and I step out of what we're doing. So I totally understand. We're both control freaks, which carries its own set of challenges, sister.
0: But (laughs) I think I'm kind of lucky that my husband's like, all right, you handle it. I'll stay with the other three because nobody wants to go to the the hospital with four (laughs) kids.
1: You're so cute. We joke whether or not we'll have a third. You're a champion. You have four.
0: I'm an overachiever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> just for the tax breaks.
1: <laughs> oh man. Yeah. My husband's one of nine. I just promised him when we got married. No, I didn't promise him. I told him, <laughs> oh, baby, I'm not having nine just so we're clear. <laughs> and he said, that's okay, babe. I don't want nine. I said, okay. We're
0: good. <laughs> well, this has been amazing. I've had so much fun chatting with you and I feel like it was a great balance of kind of fun chatter but also some really actionable tips so thank you so much
1: thank you I'm so glad it's been so fun Meg I can't wait to have you on our podcast
0: you'll find all of the links mentioned in this week's episode and the show notes at megbrenson.com slash 136 until next time have a great week and we will talk soon bye
1: To you week.